Hello, all you beautiful people. I hope that you're having a lovely day today, and welcome to Brutal Honesty by the Bagootsies, where we give you the tough love that you may not want, but just like us, just like everybody in this world, you need it just a little bit. I am your host, Rebecca Bagootsy. And I'm your host, Francesco Bagootsy. I'm not loving the voice. All right, well, I tried something, it failed. What are you going to do? (laughs) And today, we are going to be doing something just a touch different, actually. The topic we're going to discuss is how you choose your own suffering. Now, the only reason why we're doing this one a little bit different is because we want to help you identify what your suffering is. And then kind of tackle it, create some solutions for you. I mean, you're going to kind of have to do this one. It's more like a self-guided exercise. Sort of. We're going to do it. Sort of. And we're going to hope that this kind of works for people. Yeah. So the way that I got this idea, and anybody who knows me well knows that I am a self-help lover. Aficionado. Yeah, yeah. A connoisseur, if you will. There you go. (laughs) I love me a good self-help book. I love a good inspirational quote. I love oh, things like that those, are... the cat photo where he's just holding on the, the, the line, hang in there. No, I'm just kidding. I know that's a stupid That's version, one of my favorites. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And anything spiritual, that's just something that I'm really interested in. I have been for years, and it's just it's part of who I am. So in doing all of this searching and all of this exploring, one of the common themes that comes across a lot is this idea that we choose our own suffering and now i know it may not seem like that because you're like but they did it to me and they did it to me or this happened to me and it's like we will we'll touch on that but it's it is it's it's more you got to look at it more you centered it has to be because you can't control anyone else's actions so anything it looks at how much of a situation are you in control of? Now, this is not to say that we choose every single bit of suffering in our lives. We don't choose to have this person cut us off on the road. We don't choose to have someone break our heart or exactly exactly. the tragedies that come in our lives that shake us. But we do choose the way that we respond to them. And a lot of the times that is 90% of our suffering is how we're choosing to respond to it. Now that's easier said than done. But what I'd like to do today is give some tools and some guidance for how to not only identify where we are choosing our suffering, but what to do in those moments after awareness is reached. And I know we don't have to preface this anymore, but we're not experts. So we're just giving you our two cents on it. Um, you know, me doing therapy, stuff that you've learned in not only psychology and all that kind of stuff. We're trying to help give guidance because you know what? Not everybody wants to do therapy. Not everybody can afford to do therapy. There's so many things. So this is our like little way to just kind of give you a trick, a tool, an exercise to kind of help you. Yeah, exactly. Help us. And some people like choose our own suffering. What? No, I don't. (laughs) Next. Just wait. Yeah. Hear us out. Stay on here. Don't curse us just yet so we're gonna do it kind of like like i said a guided exercise and we're gonna kind of give little pauses throughout when we do these like asks and stuff so that you you can can, do it with us yeah or you can pause the video at any point so the way that i'm gonna get this started 
and Frankie is giving me the luxury of being able to lead this, mm-hmm. is first think of in an average day how you suffer. Close your eyes if you want to. Think about the types of suffering that you come across in your normal day. So, for example, Frankie and I both experience anxiety a lot. Mm -hmm. So what types of anxiety might you come across in your day? Well, mine is like the sheer volume of work that I get. And sometimes it's it's daunting it. Trying to, you want to get as much as you can done, but it never feels like you have enough time. Mm -hmm. So always feeling like there's too much work, no time. And you're only one person. So that's that's pretty daunting. Okay, so you get very overwhelmed. Yeah, okay. can at times, yeah. All right, is there anything else? What else do you have come across your day that um, ultimately is painful or you uncomfortable? Know, I'm, I'm never a fan of criticism. Like, I, I don't mind it. I'll take it. I know it's healthy to learn from it, but I never like it. I don't, I don't like being, like, even constructive criticism. Like, you know, your boss tries to give you advice and stuff, or they try to tell you, hey, you got to do it like this, and it's like, you know, uh, one example is, like, my boss was like, well, we should have done these forms, you know, on on Word format. And I was like, I get that you wanted to do that, but I go, I didn't know Word format. So I did PDF, which I was comfortable with. So I go, uh, you know, my thought is, if if you had the time, you would have done Word. But because I had to do the project... I did it on PDF and that's just the way it was easier. And it's like, I know that there might be some hiccups and stuff because, you know, some of these processes that we're using are new. So, you know, it's just, it's never easy when you go on your own and then someone's expecting some other results. Of course. I know we can't control what other people do and we can't control how they react to us or even their reactions to situations that affect us. Yeah. And that's part of what this work is all about. So one thing that I would recommend our listeners start with is maybe tomorrow or maybe throughout today, as you're listening to this podcast, think about any instance in your day that is making you suffer, bring about pain, or is even uncomfortable for you. Just identify it. I mean, Start there. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be good to list it. Cause, and you could do it throughout the week because sometimes weeks come and go, they change. You have good days and then you yeah. have bad days. So yeah, I it's think, temperamental. You know, we do this weekly. So you have a week to, to kind of identify, write them down because that's the only way you're going to remember. Can yeah, you... whatever works for you. Voice recordings, yeah. texts, whatever you need to do. That would be recommendation number one. Now, what are you supposed to do with that information once you have it? <clears throat> That's where you come in. Sorry, I ate <laughs> hot chicken earlier today and it's stuck, something stuck in my throat. Anyway, I'm not getting choked up over this, Sponsored but it is good Sponsored by... Stuff. Just kidding. Hush. Once you have the awareness, some would argue that that's already half the battle. Yeah. You are aware of where your suffering is. Now, to go into it even further, maybe look at categorizing it. Are you driven by moments of anxiety or is it more of anger? Do you find yourself quick to anger or do you find yourself quick to be self-defeating? Do you find yourself throwing pity parties every now and then because life isn't fair? Or do you find yourself worrying about what the next shoe is going to drop? 
Or what is the next crisis? What's the next thing that I have to take care of? And and what's the next thing that's going to make my life hard? What are the trends for you? What would you say the trends are for you, Frankie? Well, I mean, I usually get frustrated. Like when I feel overwhelmed or I have the opposite where I kind of like when you have so much work and all of a sudden you freeze. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are, I think those are my main Mm-hmm. What about you? You experience? Um, I think, well, for me, I have a big sense of justice. Mm. So when I feel like something is not fair, it sits with me and it bothers me. Yeah, it holds <clears throat> you down. Yeah. So I have a big sense of justice. I've got a really big issue with that. I also worry about things a lot. I worry how people feel about me, that it really holds in my heart when I feel like someone is upset at me I did something wrong it just it stays with me and it bothers me rational or not and that's my pattern so the next thing once you've identified your pattern start looking at how much of it you can control how much of the suffering is in your control and spoiler alert a lot of it is even if it's caused by somebody else. Let's say you have a toxic friend or toxic family member or toxic work environment, whatever it may be. What part of those things can you control? If it's a work situation, if you're getting angry very easily, how much of that can you control? So let's go to your work example. And I know I'm I'm not pretending to be Frankie's therapist, but for the no, sake of an example, use, yeah, we had to use examples. for the sake of an so example. I, I'm yeah. going through this. So for your work, how much of that situation can you control? So I can control how I react. You know, the thing is, it is criticism, and it's supposed to be constructive. He's, you know, my thing is, is my manager I know is not doing anything maliciously. Like he's trying to do it so I learn. So I know that. So really, I have to just, you know, instead of getting upset or mad or, you know, frustrated, I just got to be like, you know, he's trying to help me to remind myself that that's, it's all out of me learning and growing. So Mm -hmm. I have to take it with a grain of salt. You know, sometimes maybe his delivery is not the greatest, but I, I can't control how he delivers his message. So my thing is he offered a good nugget and that's what I have to take from it. The rest is, you know, it's kind of moot. Mm-hmm. in a sense um and when it comes to the overloaded work you know everybody experiences being over overloaded at this point yeah so my thing is is you can only do what you can in a day and then everything else unfortunately you gotta let go i mean the thing is is you're in your present moment so you do you give your all at work do what you can give your 100 110 all that kind of stuff but when the clock hits six or five or whatever your clock is that's it. Let it go. Yep. It'll be there tomorrow and you can do what you can tomorrow. Yeah. And then when you take it with you outside of the situation, if you take your work anxiety with you when you get home, then you really are choosing your own suffering yeah. because it doesn't need to be there. Your work is not there, but your loved ones are. Mm-hmm. The people that enjoy your company are. They deserve the absolute best of you. And as hard as it can be sometimes identifying that that really is a way that we are choosing our own suffering if we hold on to certain things yeah 
and hold them in our hearts and let them affect what's going on in the moment, then we're missing out on a lot of potentially really good moments. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, that's one thing that, you know, you really do as, as, you know, as we grow, you realize, you know, as kids, we always wanted to grow up and be adults. And as adults now, for some of us, we want to stay kids. It's, you know, so the thing is, is the best way to do that is to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. Live your life now. Because, you know, what is, there's an expression, but it's like the past. Is in the past. is, Is in the past, but it's like the future is not guaranteed and that's why the present is a gift is a gift Mm -hmm. that whole expression it's true um so yeah it's nice yeah so one important thing about acknowledging the fact that we choose our own suffering is to take away the blame from other people um not to say that other people are not annoying obnoxious terrible (laughs) or they make our lives harder because those things very well could be true remember how much power you have in a situation if you are blaming somebody else for a circumstance or a situation in your life you're taking your own power away that's ultimately what you're doing you have power in your situation and when you blame someone else you're ultimately saying that person has power over my happiness that person has power over me when i am at home when i am running my errands when i am trying to go to sleep at night and i'm thinking about yeah exactly when you're just trying to relax and these things are harboring over you friends i know this because this happens to me almost every single day, at least in some circumstance, one way or another. People with anxious patterns, people with anger that they have not resolved in their hearts. And we don't know anybody like that. Oh, no, please. I've got a lot of anger and I'm <laughs> I'm finding ways to deal yeah. with it. But I also project that onto other people and it's not their fault. Ultimately, it's something that I have to deal with. So you have to make a choice. How are you going to deal with your suffering? Understanding the root of it is important. And if it's something deeper than just, you know, oh, that person has road rage and what am I going to do? I will say we didn't do this on the mental health one. I mean, we kind of touched on it, but, you know, if you think therapy would be useful for you, do it. Seriously. If, if that's something that you're going to need. But I would like to give, you know, just a few, when it comes to people-based anxiety, stress, whatever you want, whatever your reactions are, mm-hmm. or whatever, there are a few tools you can take, a few tools I've learned. So, and they're actually relatively simple. It's just, you know, sometimes you need to hear it from an outside perspective than from a friend, a relative, someone that's always constantly with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is... It, let's say, again, if it is a person and it's something that they're just, you know, constantly on your case, they're they're causing you anxiety, frustration, you can avoid them. So you can stop. If they're, if that's not a good friendship or if it's not a friendship that you want to be eliminated, Yeah, you get rid of it. So okay. that's one. Can't really do that with family. Some people can, but some people can't. So if you go family, let's say if we're tackling like a family member. Um, you can learn to accept it and just be like, this is the way they are. I can't control them. 
So I need to control how I act. Now that one, I will tell you from experience, it's not fun, not easy, and I actually really don't like that one. But some people can make it work. So mine, my favorite of those three options, number three, is set boundaries. We kind of touched on it on another ex- episode for having fun, but this one is is super important. You know, if someone's making you feel bad or if someone, you know, just doesn't act the right way, like let's say you have a a very politically charged uh, <laughs> relative and you just don't like ever dealing with them and it's like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. So then you set boundaries. You don't see them as often. You see them on holidays when you know there's a lot of family so you can kind of not always have to talk to just them. Or or if you do have to be in that situation, you can establish your boundary and say, I love you, but we are not discussing politics at this time. Yeah, and if they do, then, I mean, even though it's family, you, you have to set your boundaries. So if it happens, then what your next step is is potentially you leave. Yeah, walk away. you yeah. have to walk away because otherwise they won't learn until you set your boundaries. Another very ther- therapy-based exercise is the I am statements or I feel Mm -hmm. Um, and if you do those enough I know it sounds kind of silly to some people not wanting to do that but if you say you know you made me feel this way or whatever it takes away the the power of them trying to argue because you're not saying they did anything you're saying what they did made you feel this way and that's just the way it is. It takes away the you of the situation. Yeah. And it is all about you. If you're constantly looking to blame someone else, then you're taking the responsibility off of you. And you're also taking the you out of the situation. Yeah. It's not you-centered anymore. Exactly. And that's important. So it's good that we understand our power in these sorts of situations because the more we put into other people's hands not only are we going to make ourselves unhappier in some way shape or form but we also minimize ourselves in the process yeah there's no reason to feel a ton of anger anxiety regret fear guilt you have to do what's right for you take control of it you don't deserve to have a life that's full of pain and suffering. You deserve to be a happy individual as much as you can. So if you are able to incorporate these tips into your lives, that's wonderful. If you discover that the symptom is larger than something that you can handle, consider looking into mental health resources. Exactly. There's no shame in the game for getting help. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We are Francesco and Rebecca Bacuzzi with Brutal Honesty by the Bacuzzis. We release new episodes every Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you receive your podcasts. All right, guys, so be sure to subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts and get that weekly dose of Brutal Honesty. If you want to keep up to date with us, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at bhbacuzzi. And thank you guys for being here. We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.